Welcome to Profiling Criminal Minds. I'm Dan. Hello, Sheila. And, okay, well, uh, we got this week uh, the first episode of Vincenzo, which is always a light, it's a dramedy. It is a light drama. It always has lots of comedic elements. Yes. This is the first episode to be kind of a comedy from beginning to end. <laughs> like, I think that <laughs> the intent of this from beginning to end is just to be the funniest thing they could do. And I would say it is pretty damn successful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was always going to be, well, no, it's, I've watched it twice now. Yeah. Maybe? Or no, I don't think I've watched it a third time. Okay. But I could watch this episode a third time because it is just, so funny oh yeah right from beginning to end <laughs> the, yeah. yeah and as we start because we start of course with the end as there's oh yeah as with every single week we pick up exactly where the previous episode left off with them uh <laughs> with vincenzo and chayun uh seeing that seeing the fight and the French Revolution painting recreation. <laughs> what I like about those those is that you always get a little bit more in that. Yeah. Oh, of course. They you continue know. the scene. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> it's just... Well, I mean, well, that French Revolution painting recreation with... I know. Such enough. a nice scene. Yeah. Oh. Yes, I have got allergies as well. Yeah, and then we've got, oh my God. So then uh, obviously they go there, they spring everybody because as we saw last week, he paid the special effects kid, you know, the YouTuber <laughs> to come and film the whole thing. So it is unquestionably a situation where the spy got attacked with zero provocation yep. and everyone came out to help him and it turned into a brawl. Like the uh, the mobsters who are stuck in the prison cell as well can offer no defense whatsoever since they're on video attacking this guy. <laughs> uh, so they rescue them and she's like, uh, way to go. Uh, once again, you know, your mafia tricks get the job done. And he's like, stop saying I'm in the mafia. Will you please stop saying that? It's not something we can like talk about publicly. It's kind of important that we keep it on the QT that I'm in the mob. Have you not seen my Facebook, my Instagram? <laughs> I know. Have you not searched me on the web? Yeah. That's <laughs> Reputation is pretty valuable. All right. So uh, then we get a nice dinner party, right? Uh -huh. Where everybody gets together. Uh, everybody gets together and celebrates them all getting out of jail. And it's all, it's all very sweet. Yes. <laughs> right. And uh, they all congratulate the spy for uh, taking a beating so well and not complaining and being like tougher than he looks. And he's like, actually, there's more to me, the, to me than meets the eye. He doesn't explain what that means and everyone moves on. Yeah. But what's with the younger mon monk's tattoo? Because he doesn't always have it. Yeah, I know. I think the head tattoo is like, maybe it's something they paint on with ink. It's a yeah. weird thing. And I don't understand why he has that. Because yeah. the first time I saw it in the next scene, I'm like, is that a bruise? Is that, 
did he get burned or something? No. Then I looked at it close, more closely, and it's like, no, that seems to be like ink. And I'm like, did he get a tattoo between the last two episodes? And I'm like, no, he couldn't have. No. So I think it's some kind of decoration that I'm just not familiar with at all. Yeah, no, I have no, I was hoping maybe you had a little bit something yeah. to search. No, no, sadly, I know <laughs> have no insight into that one. Uh-huh. And then they all tell Vincenzo how much he inspired them to fight back, uh, which is, again, very sweet. It's a very sweet little scene. And they all cheer Vincenzo and you're like, okay, but, you know, you're all, uh, you're all trying to find the gold too, though, so. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm not saying I don't believe that you really appreciate Vincenzo. I'm sure you do, but at the same time. Oh, but yeah, it is It is a deeply sweet scene. And again, it serves the purpose of getting Vincenzo more and more emotionally involved with these people and this building. Yes, yes. And, and that is very important, I assume, for his journey. And then, uh, oh, and of course, it's going viral. And then we get more <laughs> from, the, from the cop who just can't stop talking about how impressed he is with Vincenzo. Like, he's not a mobster. He's basically Che Guevara. Yeah, no, that was the oh. funniest line. He's basically Che Guevara. I know. Oh, and, uh, my God. <laughs> and, then, and, of course, we we, we moved to um, what's yeah. the face trying to get rid of. Um, oh, no, I guess that's. Oh, no, no. We go straight to the scene where Wusang is meeting with the prosecutor. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who is the Chief Kim they're talking about? Oh, Chief he's... Kim has a problem? Which one is Chief Kim? I thought he was the Chief of Police, if I remember. Wait, okay. He was yeah, the way one... back. Remember when she, in the very first, when we're first introduced to her, right. and she's with the guys who are saying, yeah, it's before she's come to Wusang, and right. they want her to settle this case, even though there are, you know, get rid of it. Right. Kim, it's yes. the same guy, and it's it's these rape cases. Yeah, and, okay. And yes. um, embezzle, not embezzlement, but bribery and things like that. But right. they wanted to get rid of these rape cases and stuff because that's a problem. Yes, okay. He's the I remember now. I just, that's, that was eight, seven episodes ago, so I'm a little... <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, and so essentially they need the chief prosecutor who they've just, you know, hired yes. uh, by getting his son into Italian football. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to uh they want him to sort help them sort this out. And of course, they're negotiating that. Then we get a wonderful scene with Chayun and Vincenzo, where they taught, where she just asks him about the mafia. And I was like, how do you get into the mafia? It's like, just, just about who you know, you know, like anything else. You know the right people and you wind up doing a job. It's not that, fa- it's not as fancy as you think. You know, and of course he's very coy and he's not uh, giving any details or anything like that. Uh, and so, you know, it's another sweet scene between the two of them. And she's got all these questions, and he gives yeah. what, two questions. Two questions. Okay. And then we find out that a local TV station is doing a feature on the building tenants who beat back a bunch of mobsters. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And I love 
love. I love yeah. the cards there, right? Oh, I know the cards that come up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the TV say, yeah, these are these are great. So of course it's just trending crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And oh. I mean it's it's a very funny scene. We see the the monks on the roof doing their training. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we use our, you know, we use our martial arts to fight for justice. <laughs> and just all this nonsense. It's oh. so TV, TV, yeah, it is so TV like, right? And oh, it is teacher. And you know, oh yeah. I, I you know, the more you learn about these people, you know, it's like, okay, they're a hell of a lot better than it would appear. Yep. <laughs> at what whatever it is they're doing you know they're not um yeah i mean you're seeing them gradually develop as a team oh and, yeah and being less depressed and down downhearted about what they do you just you just see that vincenzo is bringing just a little more without doing anything i mean that's the fascination is that technically vincenzo isn't really doing all that much no. Not really when you look at it through these first eight episodes. Nope. You know, in fact, he's trying to keep himself distant from all of He's these. inspiring people is what he's doing. But somehow or another, he's inspiring them by not involving yeah. himself with them. <laughs> yeah. They're, well, no, and it's like, the, the weird part is he's obviously, so obviously a man of means and so obviously has class uh -huh. that they think to themselves, well, if he's here, if he's involved in this, we've got to move up to his level. Yeah. And we're living, and he's even living in, in the building. Oh, yeah. You know, his apartment is in the building. He's, you know, the whole thing. And he does involve himself. But I mean, even though he's doing things, you know, he's still doing stuff. Yeah. To the, to the chef. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's it's pretty wonderful. And then we get a uh, meeting at Wusan where uh, uh, <laughs> Jun Wong has come to, uh, you know, read them the riot act. Yeah. And they're like, oh, so you got me a prosecutor. But the way I hear it, it was actually Vincenzo who got me a prosecutor. <laughs> Yeah. So what exactly do I need you people for if you're just going to keep screwing up this way? <laughs> and so this pisses off Miss Joy and she's like, I would never, you know, fail at the same thing. Like I would never fail at something twice. I'm going to uh, I'm going to win this thing no matter what. Yeah. And she's just like, no, OK, he's he, he understands how to motivate people. <laughs> <laughs> at least those kind of people. Yeah, he know there's a certain kind of people he knows how to motivate, and as he says, you know, it's like you got a you got a devil, uh, devil energy or whatever he calls it. Yeah. Like you know, get get that passion and use it to keep the prosecution in line, and you know, you'll prove your value to me. Also, get me that building, <laughs> <laughs> the spirit of the devil that she has. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, and. Yeah. You know, as, as as you would say, I mean, oh, yes. Well, this has to, we know Vincenzo is going to have to win in the end. He has oh, course, to. <laughs> we'd be very disappointed in the show if they don't. Yes. Yeah. 
And then we get a wonderful scene where Miss Choi goes to negotiate over the sale, settlement for the BDSR or whatever the drug was called, victims. Yes. And then uh, he and she wants to play hardball. And then, uh, you know, uh, June Wong, who is there as her, uh, you know, assistant yes. partner now, so is like, actually, I feel like the chairman would be fine with these terms. So maybe we just take these terms to them and get them to sign off on it. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Fine. she just sort of looks at him with this astonished look in her face and going, oh, yeah. okay. Okay, well, fine. Out. And and I mean, she can't even do it. I mean, she has to do it because he's told her what yep. he wants. Yeah. But she can't let on that she's nope. taking him seriously. Yeah. Uh, because that would let everybody know that he's... Who was really in charge. Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> See, she has to play it very carefully. Oh, I mean, I you, you can you can almost feel feel a tiny bit sorry for her. Just a bit. Well, it's called it's called but, golden handcuffs. Like she's yeah. got this great situation. And then, <laughs> this great situation is golden handcuffs. And then you see that all of the notes uh he has been taking have been how frustrated he is. Yes. <laughs> at vincenzo and how he wants to kill this guy <laughs> oh then we get something interesting which is you know the old crap rolling downhill situation because we're back in the hockey rink yeah but now it's not jun ho uh torturing his brother it's the chairman torturing his subordinates the exact same way yeah and he's screaming at them because, let's face it, uh, they're having real trouble finding financing for their next project because no bank will work with them because of, let's face it, they had a factory explode and then they got sued over causing cancer <laughs> by, via a product that they were trying to roll out to the world one week earlier before the legal settlement. So, yeah, that's pretty bad. And you add that to the fact that they, you know, just had all the bad press for trying to uh, clear out <laughs> Babel Tower space. Like, the company's having a rough time. It's really working. Can't, and can't so, get the videos off of uh, YouTube. Yeah, they can't get the videos off of I YouTube mean, to get rid of it. They can't even get. They can't even get them pulled down. The one thing, nope. the type of server he's using. Yep. And yes, you can get rid of the Twitter feeds, and yes, you can get rid of a whole bunch of other parts of it, but. Yeah, the there's itself. a whole bunch of stuff you can't get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's fantastic. And then we find out, so he fires the guys, and he goes yeah. back to his car, and now things take a dark turn as we discover that his driver has gotten him a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now, the significance of this is pretty big, because uh, there are no guns in South Korea. Like, it's it's kind of a huge deal that there are basically no guns in South Korea. They are unbelievably illegal. Yeah. So, yeah, under no circumstances should anybody be having a gun, let alone an emotionally unstable rich guy. So this is, this is going to go badly for them. Also, we're told we hear that he has dealt with the people who uh, screwed up the throwing people out of the plaza. And what he means by that is they went down to the mob office rounded everybody up and locked them in a freezer oh my god yeah. presumably at the hockey rink 
Uh, although, I mean, we don't see exactly where the free, uh, freezer is. And the tragedy, of course, is that along with all of the monsters, a woman is there who's their accountant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they run a fake business, so they need an accountant. And she had just come into the office to do the accounting that day. And now she's ended up as well. I mean, but it's so... Locked it's, in the freezer. It's so funny, right? Because they told her not to come in. She said, yep. I had to get the surtaxes in. <laughs> Taken care of. Like, they have the deadline to was today. The That's deadline right. was today. Yeah. Her big, her big concern the whole time is not she's freezing. Yeah. But they've got to be in today. We've got to get out of here. Oh, God. Such a nice scene. Such a nice scene. Okay. So then we get uh, <laughs> we get Miss Choi calling up somebody. And it turns out the guy she's calling up is the head of a bank and she needs a favor from him. And we don't know what the details of this are yet, but we'll find that out soon enough. Then Vincenzo and Chayun are rushing to the hospital because Vincenzo's mother has taken a turn for the worse. Yeah. And she's going to be dead very soon. Uh, it's a really, really rough situation. They're like, all we can do now is try to keep her comfortable. How much time does he have left? And like literally she could be dead in a matter of days or weeks yeah and they so the doctor's like you should contact the family you should yeah the family as uh, soon as possible and vincenzo's like yeah and uh as they say like people are trying to find her family but literally no one can although they say that they have a good chance of getting her execution uh overturned on compassionate grounds which is good yes. and it's so nuts to me that it's like it is weird that South Korea has the death penalty, isn't it? <laughs> yes. You as, know? as they they say it isn't used much, but technically they still they have, still the have it. They still have it. Yeah. And since the, she uh, supposedly stabbed a, a rich man, of course. Well, of course she would be the one to get it. Yeah. And so Vincenzo, you know, has a, a, yet another scene with his mother where Again, playing the conflict unbelievably well. Yes. This actor's doing such a wonderful job. Right? And then you get the, the great scene where, and it's like, how, how screwed up is medicine that uh, they're like, if, you, if we get a stay of execution, we'll ask to get you an operation and hopefully this treatment will at least delay, if not get rid of your cancer. And she's like, but I can't afford cancer treatment. Yeah. And Vincenzo says he'll pay for it. And she, of course, doesn't want him to. But, you know, as if that's going to stop him. Yeah. It's Vincenzo. That ain't how it works. Also, so then we go. We see the, uh, the bank manager or the bank president talking with Miss Choi. And uh, she's like, it's weird because, again, we're mirroring things because in the same way, uh, that Jun Wong took over Babel Group after he killed his dad. This guy has become the president of the bank, the bank since his father died. And as you said, you're not doing a very good job. And so he and so it's like partner with us. You'll and you don't have to lend us any money. You just have to publicly say you're lending us money. And then other banks will lend us money as well. We just need the legitimacy your bank provides. We don't actually need the loan. And he's like, I don't know. This all sounds pretty shady to me. And she's like, oh, by the way, when I left the prosecutor's office, I kept your file. Yeah. 
just in case you're wondering. <laughs> you're not really in a position to say no to me. And this is where you like see, uh, you see her being great at her job, which she really seems to be like, she seems to be pretty good at her job. She just wasn't ready for Vincenza. Well, like, nobody was ready. Yeah, no, yeah that's it. You're right. Jeez. Nobody was ready for the Vincenza. But yeah, he agrees to it. And then, of course, we see that Jun Wong was sitting in the next office the entire time, keeping an eye on things because he could not risk her screwing this up. Yes. Very and nice scene. She doesn't. Our head of the bank is going to do the yep. front work that he has to do. Exactly. Yeah. So again, very nice scene. We got a lot about how the power works. You know, the chairman comes in to uh, have a conversation while Jun Wong is listening outside. So he's like, yeah, you know, obviously my brother is effectively in charge, but I 100% can't leave him alone. And then when this show moves, it really moves. In the next scene, they've already gotten the stay of execution on Compassionate Crowns. Yes, that was easy. That was fast. Yes. I was worried that was going to be a bigger problem, but no, they got that one right away uh, because there's no one fighting them on it. Well, yes, the man is dead and the head of the bank isn't going to fight them on it. Yeah, exactly. Then Vincenzo goes to be Mr. Cho, right? And he said, and this is the key part and it's fantastic. Uh, he has a new plan for how to get the gold. The thing was locked away uh, based on his irises. So it was literally eye recognition and he's dead. So there's no way to get his eyes. Mr. Cho's like, yeah, but I looked into it and he owned a museum that also used eye recognition. So if we can get into that museum's computer and get the records of what his irises looked like, there's a good chance we can find a way to feed that information like not actually have it scan an eye, but have it think it's scanning an eye. And we just directly feed the information into the lock and then boom, it opens right up. Yes. And honestly, that seems like a pretty good plan. Yeah, sounds like it sounds like a plan. Yeah, oh. and Mr. Cho, I know, we'll see what happens. And so Mr. Cho's like, I will, I will get some hackers as long as they haven't deleted the records from the files, my hackers should be able to get it out there. And he's like, I'm going to lead a heist of this file. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Cho, you're so wonderful. <laughs> we'll see what happens with you next. But I'm, I enjoy that character quite a bit. <laughs> and then we see, oh, then we go right on to the uh, spy questioning one of the denizens of the building. And I was like, why are you bringing a shovel and a pickaxe and a sledgehammer <laughs> into the building? <laughs> Oh, I collect them. It's, it's my hobby is to collect tools, you know? Makes me feel stronger and like I work, a, you know, a more tougher job to have these heavy tools around. <laughs> oh, such a terrible excuse. Such a ridiculous excuse, right? Not like Ann believes him, but... Oh, no, of course he doesn't believe him, uh, you know? And he's, as always... Oh, but then he see, sees more with... Uh, uh, he sees, uh, see, then the two of them see Vincenzo meeting with Mr. Cho, who, of course, used to own the building. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and this is where it gets fascinating because the spy sees Mr. Cho and it's like, why do I recognize that guy? I'm like, why do you recognize that guy? Yeah. 
I, I need to know more about this. And we know that that guy, of course, was involved in criminal stuff in Italy that Vincenzo saved him and when Vincenzo saved him. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's going to connect in an interesting fashion. I'm, I was very excited to see how that goes. All right. And now, oh, my mouth. Right. I know. Don't you dare. Don't you dare say a thing. This is too entertaining to watch week by week. All right. So now things get really interesting because as this is a melodrama, mm -hmm. right, everything has to constantly heighten and everything has to tie together and reflect, right? Both on the themes and on the character's journey. So yeah, um, I guess I hadn't either internalized or, or remembered if they mentioned it. It turns out that the rich guy who sexually assaulted Vincenzo's mother, and she is accused of murdering, falsely accused of murdering, remind everybody, uh, we're 100% sure she's innocent, is the dad of the guy who's running the bank now. Yes. Damn. And he has heard that the guy, the woman who took the fall for his dad's death has suddenly gotten a stay of execution. So he rushes over the hospital room to remind her not to contest her case, to just let it all go away. Yes. All right. Here's some money. It's going to pay for your hospital stay. It's going to pay for your funeral. Don't make a fuss. Yes. Don't. Please. Oof. Like, we already knew this guy was bad. Because, you know, Miss Choi has blackmail information. Well, first off, he's a banker. But secondly, Miss <laughs> Choi has blackmail information on him. So, you know, he can't be a good guy. Yes. Was that too anti-banker? Too anti-banker there? Maybe? Okay. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, she's got blackmail information on him. So he can't be, like, he can't be a great guy. 100%. Uh, she doesn't respond to him, though. Like, she is so angry about the situation that she's not psyched to help him in any way, shape, or form. And then Chao Yun walks in and is like, hey, who, who the hell are you? And only now does Vincenzo's mother start talking. Oh, this is the, the son of the man who sexually assaulted me. And he's here to bribe me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And of course, he comes in and immediately threatens Chao Yun because that's just who he is. Yes. He thinks he can get away with anything. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thinks he can get away with anything because he's rich, which is all of the rich characters on this show. Yes. And unfortunately, you need a rich guy to take on another rich guy. But that's that's a conversation we can have later on in the show. Well, as we're right. going on in the show, it, it will come up more than once. Okay, good. Yeah, because it's like when the rich guys so fully control how everything works. How can you fight them without being inside the system? And so then, uh, <laughs> oh God. Then we get, and this very, very rough scene, just because if you were wondering how they wanted the tone of this episode to go, a very rough and scary scene ends with uh, Vincenzo's mother saying, come closer, I want to talk to you. And then just grabbing his hair and yanking a chunk of his hair out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Shayun comes over to help with that. Yes, get out. Yeah. And all right, so they get the news that the bank has decided to fund Babel Group. And they're like, yes, okay, the well, then we've got to do. Thrilled. Yeah, the stock market is thrilled. Confidence has returned. 
you know, Babel, this giant company, its troubles may be over, right? And now they're like, okay, well, how are we going to deal with this situation? Like, how are we going to go after this bank? And so they have to come up with a tactic, right? And it's now that Vincenzo finds out that this bank is the one whose chairman got murdered and his mother got thrown in jail for the murder. Yeah. And it's like, so this whole time he's like, oh, I didn't realize that my mother was connected to all of this stuff. And as he says, it sounds like this guy is no less of a monster than his father was. So we're going to have to deal with this bank. And of course, this gives him a personal motivation <laughs> to take down this bank. I'm just laughing, thinking about what's coming. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. And Chai Young knows a way to get to this guy. <laughs> Which is so fantastic. Oh, my God. Well, you know, Wu Sang, you know, yeah. the prosecutor's office, you know, there are some things that are secrets among the evil ones. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, you'll give me uh you'll put in a good word with that lawyer from Boston. Because remember, she said that she knows a lawyer from Boston who's putting together a new firm. And so the guy, and <laughs> so she's got a, a mole. Yeah. yeah, from Wusang. And so she's got a mole. And it's the guy who did, who was forced to do impressions at the uh, company party. And he's like, now just everyone wants me to do impressions all the time. It's so unbelievably frustrating. I get no respect at this work. I get no respect at this job. And she's like, yeah, no, that's terrible. Obviously, I'm going to try to help you out anywhere I can if you can keep getting me this information. Right. And, uh, and then she's like, yeah, but could you just do one impression? Just, just one for me. <laughs> oh, my God oh it's such a good scene <laughs> and it makes me wonder and he says like i'm some kind of a comedian i'm like is, is that actor actually a comedian in south korea because it's like the way they lay into his impressions almost feels like that must be what this man is famous for or it's just feels that way because it's such a cleverly written show well <laughs> i could check on imdb no no we can check later we yeah. don't have to do that today don't worry yeah. All right. So they get the file and they find out here's what they're blackmailing. Here's what uh, Miss Choi is blackmailing the chairman with, uh, the chairman of the bank, obviously. Uh, chairman of the bank with, the, she's blackmailing with the fact that uh, he tends to beat up his romantic partners or just people who don't want to be his romantic partners. Yes. Like he is is very emotionally volatile and always go to violence. And the hook is, oh, also he's gay. Yes. So if they're going to get someone to try and get close to him, well, let's say it's going to be fortunate they have the prettiest man in the world <laughs> working on their <laughs> team. Working on their this, team. Of course, this has been set up for. Oh, yeah. It's going to come, right? Yep. Has been set up for in the previous seven episodes where even mm -hmm. the men think he's so handsome. He's so gorgeous. He's man, you know, and I don't know why I'm so attracted. Yeah. <laughs> he's just so attractive. Awesome. And well, you got the thing. It's like, no. even, even when he's angry, he's so he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone can't stop talking about how gorgeous Vincenzo is. <laughs> And the suits and the, oh my God. And they're like, okay, well, how do we get close to him? And it's like, well, you're going to have to do it. And then Vincenzo's like, no, 
No, no I'm not going to do it. No, because because you know he's a Chai, giant. Well, Chai Young has discovered, of course, exactly what his type is. Yep, and it's Vincenzo. Vincenzo is his type. Exactly, but Vincenzo, you know, being Italian, being at least casually homophobic, <laughs> is like. <laughs> I am not doing this under any circumstances. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ah, shit. Yeah. It's basically in the end. That is, yeah, no, you're right. That is the, that is the range he goes through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, it only happens after a beautiful scene as like, how are we going to find a guy like that? And the camera pushes in slowly on Vincenzo. <laughs> As the romantic music plays. <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. Such a good scene. <laughs> and then they really, and then, oh my God. And then they start like filming it like it's a romance. <laughs> you know? So then. When we start, when they do all these close-ups and the music and Vincenzo's, uh, and they find out that he loves horseback riding and he takes his horse out every single week. So, and so who is at the horse riding club when he gets there Vincenzo of course looking every part the hero on his horse on his horse and again it literally it goes slow motion and they put him in front of the setting sun <laughs> and his scarf and, and his oh I know he just looks so gorgeous <laughs> Yeah, he has suddenly become, you know, like a Harlequin romance hero <laughs> as he rides up. Yes, for, of course, the yeah. bank president. And as we will see, Cha Young. <laughs> yes. Because Cha Young is right at the other side of the paddock, like with her hair and pig pigtails and wearing glass. Oh, uh, no, not wearing glasses, wearing a toque, right? Yeah. Because he has already met her so she can't she has to go around in disguise yes and so we do this wonderful oh my god a fantastic scene of them flirting yeah flirting and then he gets on the president's horse, horse. yeah <laughs> you do the wonderful thing of him like taking a piece of straw off the president's neck and touching <laughs> his neck and oh, while, while a romantic song plays <laughs> i'm not familiar with but while a romantic song plays like can i take uh can i take your horse for a ride sure you know it's like be as rough with him as you want just, oh my god oh my god the flirting is so fantastic <laughs> and then and then again a slow motion scene of him riding the horse as the song keeps playing and his scarf is in the back and then you billowing watch yeah our president is completely enthralled but so is yeah. young she's just like ah. yeah. and as and the president like holding on to and smelling his jacket and she's like <laughs> leaning on her rake and watching him the man is just so gorgeous no one is like within the world of the show no one can resist him it's so fantastic or oh, i love i mean it's just an amazing it's just an amazing scene and it comes right in the middle of it you just yeah. oh god you know i yes how did they do this right and then but then you get the wonderful thing where they go inside the barn and vincenzo's just sitting there hunched over and it's like 
I can't believe I did that. Oh, God help me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I feel sick for having done that. I'm like, oh, come on. It's for the, it's an important job. Relax, Vincenzo. It's for your mother. Yeah. Well, well as everything else. As everything else. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, I'm sure we're going to find out more about that. Like, I cannot wait to find out what's going on with his mother. And I know I'm not going to have to wait that long because they're opening this up, but there's obviously more shoes to drop there. I cannot wait to oh, see Oh, some goes. of the shoes are going to drop really late. Oh, I'm not, su- not that surprised. But you will get, yes, you will get things slowly but surely shoes dropping. Yeah. You know? And then, um, uh, yeah, but then we get us, and then at the end of it, Vincenzo, like, uh, she is dancing around uh, about how well this is going. And Vincenzo stopped that and winds up hugging her. And they have this moment of, oh, okay. Well, she has. Are they going to kiss? Are they not? He does a little too, though. Yes. Well, yeah, because he's, you know, it, yeah. with someone who is, as you say, casually homophobic, that would be yeah. the logical thing to do. Just to yeah. make sure, right? Oh my God! So then uh, he and he and the chairman of the bank go. Sorry, he and the president of the bank go for a go for a drink, and uh, you know, uh, it's another wonderfully flirty scene. And with a couple of drinks in him, it proves weirdly easy. Yes, right. To get this guy to open up about all of the awful stuff in his life, down to like him only having his job. Because his dad got murdered. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and uh, and Tai Ho, oh. which is what uh, he goes by, which is what Vincenzo's going by, yeah. announces that he has started a one man law firm, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, one man law firm, you know, that is very selective about its clients, you know, is uh, there, uh, it's like, and he will give absolute dedication to his clients. And again, wonderful flirting and business talk at the same time. It's, like it's a nice scene. They're not going to talk business. In the yeah, end. Exactly. They're not, they're not going to, if they're going to become friends, they're not going to talk business. And the, the president asks him if he believes in love at first sight. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, yeah. if, if you see Vincenzo riding up on that horse like that, I get why you would start to <laughs> You know, I, I see where that came from. Yeah, I'm not going to say he's hysterical for bringing that up. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's so well filmed and so well acted. Yes. Like and you fan, have, like, this course, scene. Chai Young and yeah. Pam in the background. Yeah. Watching, yeah. And making sure that Vincenzo, because Vincenzo every now and then looks away and he just can't believe he's doing what he's doing, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, stay on target. They are target. Come on. Yeah. And Come he on. does find out at this point what really happened with his mother. Yeah, that she was framed and thrown in jail framed. to cover something up. Yeah. That and they that essentially framed mother, someone to put him there. Yeah. His mother who let him die. Uh, who let the father die. Yeah. Yeah. Although, honestly, yeah, it's like she full. So uh, supposedly, Right. The the father was there having been what stabbed? Uh no, and, she just pushed him. Oh, she just shoved him in his head and his and head he clumped. Fell down. Yes. Yeah, not stabbed, and his head clumped. And the mother could have called the ambulance, but instead just watched him die. Like yeah, Jesus. 
Yeah, she shoved him in self-defense as he was trying to assault her, and he clonked his head, and an ambulance could have saved him, but the mother let him die instead. It was absolutely self-defense what she did, but the mother ensured that it went from a woman defending herself and in a horrible accident to what looks like a murder. Yes, and because they are rich and powerful, and she wanted always to take over the bank, she yep. puts her son in charge of Yeah, she puts her son in charge because she can manipulate him. Yes, and because after all, she's a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, it's it is a fascinating series of things, but it's like you almost can't believe just how easily he's <laughs> giving up all of this information. But it's because he wants to brag about how powerful he and his family are. Yes. Like that's the thing. It's like we can get away with anything. And there is it's it's interesting because as taken as he is with Vincenzo, there's the subtext there that, yeah, no matter what happens with it, I can get away with anything I want mm-hmm. is the subtext. And since, you know, he already regularly beats guys up when they reject him, you're like, oh, OK, so, yeah, he might be absolutely besotted. Right. Yes. With Vincenzo. But at the same time, there's this level of cruelty underneath everything he's saying and doing, like that is integral to his character. Yes. But yeah, just like the mother letting him die because she wanted to be the chairwoman of the the company. Doesn't bother him at all. Nope, doesn't bother him in the least. No, this is all (laughs) just the way things are done. And he was just, he's just bragging about the way things are done. Yeah. At his level of the world. Oh, God, so good. <laughs> and and it, I think not only to impress Tai, tai Sak. Or uh, no, Tai Ho. Tai Ho. Is his, uh, tai Ho is his fake name. Tai Ho is his fake first name. Yeah. Because apparently this is one of the things that, that the president is also impressed with is these short names. Yes. He loves people with super, men with su- super short names. Yes. And all of these names uh, technically mean something specific. There of is, course. if you, you know. With that's something we can look up, obviously. Yeah. Um, what Tai Ho means, because I'm sure it's. a beautiful uh, one. You know? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. It definitely knows. means something. Uh, yeah, it definitely means something. Yes. Uh, and so then they agree to meet up that weekend. Which For is pretty Vincenzo. Yeah. But he doesn't. He, he does it. it off. And now we get another comedy scene as the various parties are searching the building for the gold. But they're not teaming up. Like all of them are pretending to not be searching for the gold, but searching for each other uh, themselves. And so like everyone runs into each other and they have to pretend they were just out for a walk. It's it's a good scene. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, they've all got as, uh, they've all got gold fever. Yes trying to figure out where it could possibly be knocking on walls and trying to figure out where it is and finding out that you know they've got all these cracks and they've got all this mold and now they're making a huge amount of noise and everybody runs into each other oh god it's such a nice (laughs) it's such a nice scene even even the chef is walking around with a metal detector as if that could possibly in a building like that yeah, as if that, that could possibly help them file, find gold in a building that's, you know, made of concrete and iron. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, guys. going off all the time. 
Oh yeah, exactly. Like it's it would never accomplish anything. So then we get the date, which is them going to a carnival. Oh, the date montage is so wonderful. And I love the sunglasses. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about all these visuals, but by Lord, the sunglasses, the Chaya. Oh, the Chaya and Mr. Namware are so Where good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> because they're following them around. Oh, yeah. But again, they can't be recognized. So they want to make sure Vincenzo gets the job done, but they can't be recognized. So, you know, they follow around. And it's, you know, again, another sweet day, right, at the carnival. Uh, they uh, they what do you call it? They spend time. They run around. They go on rides. They, hop they cuddle up no. together. Like it's it's all very it's surprisingly sweet. The ticket taker sees them going to the carousel and comments on what a cute couple they are. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you get, of course, Vincenzo. You know the faces. His he- shocked face. Well, I don't even know if it's shocked. It's just oh. I can't believe I'm doing this as the guy. Oh, it's, it's, I'm sorry. Yeah, I should have said shock. Shell, sho- shell shocked is the term I'm looking for. And then the carousel, and he glances back at the two of them, being like, How did you rope me into this? And they're like, No, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. Yeah, thumbs up, guys. <laughs> uh, then. There, uh, then we get another key moment where they're walking through the, ca- the what, I almost said carousel, the concourse. They just left the carousel. They're walking down the concourse and a, uh, uh, a little girl is playing zombie, you know, charging up to people as a freaky zombie and, uh, and uh, as part of the attraction. And he is absolutely freaked out by it because he saw a... Uh, he saw a zombie movie and he was like seven and he has been absolutely terrified of zombies ever since. Yes, this is the president of the bank. This is the president. Yes, the president of the bank. I should be clear. And so then they had a wonderful day at the carnival. But when they get back to the car, Vincenzo has a, has a shadow over him at the end of the day and he's upset about something and he doesn't want to talk. He just wants to drive them home. And, you know, it's like they have, they have their first fight as a couple as the chairman demands to know what it is. And he's like, and of course, Vincenzo plays the uh, the romance guard, and the, and he's just like, I can't believe you would work with this sinister corporation, the Babel Group. And it's <laughs> like, I care about people, and you're demonstrating to me that fundamentally you don't. How could you betray me like this? <laughs> it's so wonderful. And then he's then he's so horrified because he talked about business. Yep, and he's like, No, we're not supposed to talk about business. I. I, I have to go. And he's just, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, so good. It's so good, this scene. Right. So then they, they've had their breakup. <laughs> I know. And he's like, I just, I, I understand. I don't want to talk about business, but I have my principles. <laughs> and then we get this wonderful scene where he's gone, where the chairman has gone to the fake office that he is, uh, <laughs> Vincenzo has set up, and he's standing outside in the rain, texting messages to him. Yes, the president. I need you in my life. Please talk to me. And um, and he's his his right name. In the, by the way, his name in the phone is obnoxious. Yes, <laughs> Vincenzo's, <laughs> On Vincenzo's phone. phone. On Vincenzo's phone, the name that comes up is obnoxious. 
Yes. And then oh, I'm to, uh, all these placement things, but you get, of course, him scanning things across the phone, right? Yeah, I love the, the app he has where you can like have a giant text message scroll on a phone like it's a billboard. Yeah, they've all got this app. Yeah. You know, it's such a nice app. Like, I, I don't know what that app is or if it's just a feature that the phone has, but it's fantastic. And the guy literally spends all day in the rain standing outside Vincenzo's office. <laughs> so finally, Vincenzo, Vincenzo comes out to see him. Yes. Yeah. Finally, Vincenzo comes out to see him. It gets the nerve. Okay. I got to go back into this role. Okay. Yeah. It's time. The guy's been moping around over me for way yes. too long. Yeah. And uh, and there's guy. Okay, I know we weren't supposed to talk about business, but please, your opinion is all that matters to me. Just tell me what I you know, like. Give me your advice. Tell me what I should do about this. <sighs> yeah. And he's like, well, I you know I've got to do the signing ceremony. What should I do? And he's like, hold it somewhere big. And nice, like somewhere a lot of people can see it. The opera. Grand and huge. Make it a big event for your company. You know, rent out the opera house. <laughs> now, like, what are you planning, Vincenzo? Yes. I cannot wait to find out. And we don't have to wait long. Oh, no, no. Because we go right to the signing. <laughs> <laughs> ceremony. Yeah, we go right to the signing ceremony. And then basically we have found out that what we find out is that yeah. he has also told the president of the bank not to sign. Oh, of course. Yeah, not he, of course. How could he not? <laughs> it's obvious what they're going to do. Yeah. And then we get a scene with, Ju uh, uh, with Jun Wong and his brother, where Jun Wong says that, uh, hey, I heard you fired three of our directors. And he's like, uh, yeah, no, of course, because they failed to. And the chairman's like, yeah, because they failed to get the bank deal. And they're just taking up space. And Jun Wong's like, well, yeah, they absolutely need to be fired. But you need to tell me this stuff before you do it. And I mean, what he means is you need to get my permission yes. before you do this stuff. I was going to fire like, them anyway. Yeah, I was going to fire them anyway. Like, you didn't do the wrong thing, but I'm not really comfortable with you actually thinking you run this company doing so yeah just another that. brutal scene yeah. with june uh wong abusing his brother mm -hmm. and yeah is his brother trash sure but oh god he is not putting up with this abuse very well he is not dealing with this abuse well at all no so yeah it's you know it's not gonna go well Oof. so right now we move on to the signing ceremony <laughs> everybody walks in everybody's happy it's gonna be fantastic oh my god with the uh oh and it's nice the babel's logo i know this is a weird thing but it's just when you see the bank's logo you know it's a bunch of korean words because it's the chic swang bank but yeah. when you see the babel logo it's just the word babel everyone's supposed to know what babel means yep yes. i like that i think that's a nice touch uh Wu, uh Wu Sang, of course is there to support sitting in the audience and they notice that, uh, yes, Yu Chan, uh, Chan Yu is there. And? And uh, they're a little concerned. Mm -hmm. And so Chun Wong texts her, like, what are you doing? And it's like, what are you doing here? Like, what, uh, like what's, what's going on? 
and she texts back, I'm here to witness the power of love. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. And as if he wasn't already enough of a buffoon, they do a whole thing where the tables rise up from the ground uh, before the signing, and the chairman is facing the wrong way. <laughs> Dude. You could have used where the chair was as a as a context clue of which place, which way you were supposed to sit. And then we get, oh my God, it's such a good reveal. So this is where we find out that he told him to uh, to not sign because he's uh, back in the rain. He said, show me you care. Actions speak louder than words. <laughs> and then he holds up the thing, the you know, the the scrolling message to say, I believe in you. You know, Tai Ho loves you, and I believe in you. <laughs> and so the chairman, sorry, the president of the bank refuses to sign, stands up, says they're an awful corporation, and his bank has no interest in being involved with them. <laughs> and you think, oh, it's worked. It's all completely worked. Except no, the guy's mother walks in and says, I'm going to sign it anyway. <laughs> Yep, I'm the chairwoman. I'm in charge. Take my son out of here. And this is where we find out that Miss Choi wasn't lying. She was on top of this the whole time. Yeah. And we see a scene where she goes to uh, see the mother, right? Mm -hmm. And this is the thing I find so fascinating because, and it's so smart of her yeah. because she's like, I've, this is how incredibly easy it was to blackmail your son. Yes. To blackmail, manipulate your son. Obviously, he's not the kind of person who we can trust. Like, if I can do them this to him this easily, anybody else can too. So I need you on board with this. So I am blackmailing you. I'm not talking about him anymore. I'm blackmailing you with his, your son's stuff coming out. And you better get on board. And then we get this fantastic battle of wills between... Uh, the the chairwoman of the bank and Miss Choi, yeah. where you're like, we think of Miss Choi as so formidable, but at the end of the day, she's not part of the upper class. Yes. Right? She's not. She's a worker. She's someone who works for the upper class. She's not part of the upper class. And so this woman, even though she's being blackmailed, just looks down on Miss Choi with such contempt that she even thinks she has the right to talk to her like that in her own home. It's fantastic. Yes. Again, like the levels of power that happen in this country and in this community. Oh. And it, it's it really interesting when Miss, Miss Choi, you know, sort of just pours the tea. Yep. All of the cups. All over. Yeah. And just to remind you that like, if thing gets, things get out, it could be messy. And as her way of saying that, as you say, she overpours the cup of tea until yes. it covers everything. Oh, and in case you wanted to know what the like visual signifier of this woman's role is, like who is this, who is this woman? What is her role? Right? <laughs> what is her role? She walks out, not just in a fancy pink suit, but with two corgis. corgis. Yeah, I know. I was going to bring that up, and then you brought it up. <laughs> yeah, the corgis. Just like, yeah, it's the Queen of England. Yep. 
I want you to think about the Queen of England. If you want your signifiers, that's a big one. (laughs) That's a pretty big one. The only thing that would have been better is if she'd been wearing a scarf over her head. (laughs) I know. So then, and uh, then (gasps) Vincenzo, who knows when he's been, you know, defeated at least a little, holds up a uh, another one of those signs that says, uh, "Hey, not bad." Yeah, to Miss Choi. (laughs) To Miss Choi, not bad. Not bad. I, I know when I'm beat. <laughs> uh, so, you know, the president stalks off and some security guards uh, uh, go to escort him out of the building, except they're not security guards. There are people. It's the our people from the building who escort him down into one of the dressing rooms. And what is waiting for him in the dressing room? Zombies! <laughs> oh, we finally get a payoff. On all of the zombie training we've been seeing see, the whole time, Vincenzo came down to hire the acting class to be zombies. Oh, oh my God, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, it was God. just... Uh... Yeah, yeah. And it such, was- such a good scene. And so he is scared out of his mind and they finally let him out the room and he flees and he runs out to the lobby where the press conference is happening yeah. to celebrate, except he is a complete mess. His face is covered in fake blood. He's screaming bloody murder. And it's like, what is wrong with this guy suddenly? Yeah. His clothes are torn. He's covered in fake blood. And they're like, what happened to your son? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, man. And then, of course, he sees Vincenzo. And he runs over to Vincenzo thinking it's Tai Ho. Yeah. <laughs> and Vincenzo's like, uh, uh, just looks down at him impassively, just as the cops arrive to arrest the president for, you know, all the men he beat up and then bribed to not say anything. <laughs> And you might say, well, he's rich. He's going to get out of this. Yeah, obviously he is rich and he is going to get out of this. They own the prosecutor. But all of this is happening in front of a crowd of reporters. And as Vincenzo says, you know, I didn't think you called enough reporters. So I I called another couple of newspapers and TV stations to make sure there were plenty of people here to see this. And he's made use of the press before. Oh, exactly. And he knows that's the key because it doesn't matter that this guy is going to get off. It matters that the public thinks the bank is corrupt. Yes. They think the bank is led by, you know, a rapist. And then when the guy then doesn't get charged, it's going to make them even more disillusioned with the government and the bank, which is exactly what Vincenzo wants. Like this is a perfect play on his part. It is an absolutely perfect play on Vincenzo's part. Because even though they didn't get the bank to cancel, in the same way that Miss Choi had a backup plan, they had an every bit as great backup plan. So Vincenzo and Cha Young decide, oh, well, we want a, uh, maybe we should have a press conference of our own. And the chairman runs up to, uh, runs up to Vincenzo. And it's like, how dare you ruin our event like this? And he like keeps almost hitting Vincenzo and Junho keeps having to pull him back and reminding him to stay calm. Like, it's very nice. Right? And they, uh, they taunt each other back and forth because that's what they do. 
And then, oof, Miss Choi goes a little too far. <laughs> yes, she not yeah. always doesn't yeah. always think things through. And I mean, that's what's developing is they still don't know what they're up against. Yeah. Although it is it is fun when uh <laughs> Cho Yun and Chun Wong start joking about the Jaws thing. Now that is still nice. But yeah, Miss Choi brings up her father. And uh, the lesson her father learned and says, I'd hate for you to end up like him. Yeah. And that's the one card you don't want to play. Yep. So she just goes straight to the press and is just like, yeah, I'm that lawyer's daughter. And I've taken over Jiparangi law firm from him. And Babel is completely corrupt. And we're going to take them down. So there. You're going to expose them for every crime they've committed. And pointedly, she, uh, including their corrupt connection with the prosecution, she pointedly doesn't like accuse them of murdering her dad. Yep. Because that could, you know, uh, she says he died fighting the Babel group. Yeah. But she doesn't accuse them of doing it because that could get her into, you know, she could get sued for slander. Yeah. But she's like, we are going to expose all of their corruption. The lawyer's like, what corruption are you talking about? What crimes did they commit? And Vincenzo's like, oh, I got to get her out of here. Yeah. He's like, uh, submit all of your questions to us in writing and we'll get back to you. <laughs> no further comment. But yeah, like, oh, she and Miss Choi are ready to go to war. And it's very exciting. <laughs> and yes, well, of course, that's the end of the episode. Yeah. And of course, I mean, what's interesting always here, right? First of all, Miss Choi doesn't understand what she's up against. No. But neither does Chai Young. Nope. Neither one of them are truly, like, for both sides. Like, Vincenzo knows just how evil these people really are. And yeah. what lengths they will go to, because he knows what lengths he will go to to protect absolutely. his, oh yeah, family, right? Oh, the absolutely. Sano family of which he is the consigliere, and yeah. probably should have been the heir. Oh yeah, they obviously should have given. I mean, look at how good he is at running everything. Yes, like he would have been great had they gave him the family, but now, now he was adopted, so he doesn't get the big chair. Yeah. The, and I mean, and you look at like all of the other uh, sons who get put in charge of organizations just because of who their dad was. Yep. In this show, it's not just a one or two. It's like the show demonstrates this as being kind of an epidemic. Of uh, it's like everything sucks because they just uh, these powerful men just gives uh, give things to their ne'er do well sons. They're incompetent sons. Yeah. Whether it's the chairman of the Babel Group, whether it's the president of the bank, whether it's the terrible soccer player getting to go and train with the best team in Italy because of who his dad is. Like, <laughs> at the core of everything is this nepotism, yeah. right? And that's and to the fact that that nepotism is is why Vincenzo left Italy is, and is in Korea now, causing all these problems. That exact same nepotism. Oh man, it's it's good. Yeah. It's so good. 
Oh, all right. So just another stellar episode. And just, again, beginning to end, a fantastic comedy episode. And I was worried that, you know, Vincenzo's casual homophobia would be leave a bad taste in my mouth when I watched the episode. But the interesting thing about the episode is his casual homophobia and lack of comfort with gay people is coded in the show exclusively as being a him problem. Yes. It's 100% something that's wrong with him. No one else in the world of the show has any problem with gay people that we've seen. Like to the point where no one is shocked that the president is gay, right? And no. to the point where like the guy who runs the carousel is like, what a cute couple. Yes. You know? Yeah, nobody else is. It's his problem. It's not just that because come on, let's look at the relationship between Anne and the chef. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, did, don't tell me that isn't coded as well. I know, right? Right? Um, yeah. They, so, yeah, and nobody seems to even question it or think yeah. about it. Yeah, no one's giving it a second thought. And again, yeah. we don't know. We can't say how homosexuality is treated in Korea. We don't know anything about their culture Well, there's in regards to that. Okay, well, I, I know a little bit, right? Okay. Um, now, <laughs> they have been in trouble with sort of the UN human rights stuff because uh, they haven't. And then, no, no, but then they fixed it. But okay. as they discuss it, that doesn't mean there are still issues. Right. So that it's not illegal to be gay or anything else, right. uh, but they still can't, for example, adopt. And there are like... It's a movement forward and what the show is showing us here, because we will see this kind of coding happen Come up again on in the show. And that's not telling you any spoiler. Okay. And it has nothing to do with Vincenzo or Chai Young or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like that. But so another- the show is suggesting a level of social acceptance. Yes. That may or may not also equate to existing so far legal acceptance. Yeah, well, there's there's more legal acceptance the, from what I have looked up and for other shows. Right. Um, there is more legal acceptance than there is social acceptance. Oh, okay. Yeah, that and but of course, this is the film industry. Yeah. Right? So there's going to be, they're going to be promoting the idea of acceptance. So they are going, but like everything else in this show, it is so subtle. Yeah. For the most part, that is oh, just, totally. as you say, this complete acceptance by at least regular people. Yeah. It's, it's not like, I mean, because part of the problem with the president of the bank is not just that he beats up his partners. It's yeah. that he is gay. They don't want it to come out that he yeah. is beating up. The guys, he, the, the people he's beating up. up. Yeah. So at that level, because that too will cause a problem. A scandal right? within the world yeah. of the company. Right. Okay. So like there's, it, it's, so it is relatively subtle. There are um, issues in South Korea for sure. Um, but the show is going, yeah, but most people don't care. You know, it's yeah. sort of like it's I, a nice I, look message. At Korea, I look at Korea as 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 almost 
what that whole thing that I heard ages and ages ago, a couple of almost a, a decade and a half ago, right? right. About Sault Ste. Marie and the gay community in Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. And the idea was, and they would talk to lots of people, they talked to a lot of people. Well, no, we don't really care. Just as long as we don't know, you know, like, <laughs> as long as nobody makes a fuss, what do we? Then we're fine with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that's kind of what this show is trying to do. Yeah. Um, that for them, the for Vincenzo and for Chai Young, the problem is, is that he beats these men up. Yeah. Not that he's gay. But the blackmail that show uses is not just that he beats men up but that he's gay and beats up his sexual partner. Ms. Choi, not Cho. Choi, Ms. Yeah. Choi, right? And so that scene- And that's coded as more sinister than what they're doing. Yeah, than what they're doing. And besides this guy, you know, Vincenzo can, can do this to this guy because he's such a horrible person. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole point of putting this, that whole scene with the mother mm -hmm. in. What a horrible thing to do. Oh, yeah. It gets even worse, you know? I, I'm not surprised. Don't tell me anything. No. No, I cannot but, stress the extent to which I need you to not tell me anything. Oh, the, the yes. But, you know, it, it yeah. And it, it's an interesting thing, what they yeah. do. And nobody comments at all on it. And that is oh, what they're trying to so say happy. is that's the way we want to be. And well, Yeah, and I mean, they are modeling... Uh, what do you call it? They are modeling, you know, aspirational behavior. Yes. And again, it is such a smart move to like have Vincenzo, like just because it creates awkwardness for the character because they can get away with him being homophobic himself as long as it is not the point of view of the world of the show that there is any justification for his homophobia. Yeah, and Mr. Nam and Ms. Choi don't even comment. Yeah, and that's yeah, the point. They, they don't, don't even comment, comment on the yeah, fact that he is homophobic. You're the one that's got to do it. Yeah. Like, like it they don't not. even say, uh, what are you, a homophobe or blah, 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 yeah, right? Yeah. They don't do any of that stuff. They're just like, no, like, this is the job. you got to do it. Get over yourself. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, yeah. I, I learned some valuable new things about uh, Korea that mm -hmm. I didn't know before today. So thank you so much. Oh, yeah, just another great episode that is moving us forward in really compelling ways. And on the after the note it ends on, with them publicly announcing that their law firm is going to war with Babel, whoo boy, I'm sure yes. the next episode is going to be like, pull out all of the stops. I would think so, yes. All right, so we're going to leave it here now, though. So for now, I want to thank you all for listening. We are going to be back here next week for episode nine. If the episode have episodes have titles, I don't know what they are. Uh, a weird thing to comment on. Well, you uh, have to any, go on to IMDb to find out what the titles what are. The episode titles are. Yeah, but these days they're always like chapter one, chapter two, you know, that kind of nonsense. But anyway, so yeah. we're going to be back here next uh, week for another new episode of Vincenzo. We'll hope you join us back here for that. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, if there's any profiling related fiction you think we should check out, please drop us a line at profilingcriminalminds at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We are going to see you back here next week, but if you listen to this in some sort of an app or podcast, be sure to rate and review. That's how people find it. See you here soon, but until then, I'll say that's right. <laughs>
Au revoir. And have a good week. Profiling Criminal Minds is a member of the Kinks Podcasting Network.